Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P, E, P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the Sunshine Cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, though Superman despairingly faces a blank wall in his search for Lois Lane, he is little prepared for the shock dealt by the girl reporter herself. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, I know a young fellow who's mighty handy with a pencil and crayons. And you should see the drawings he's made, copies of the pictures of funny paper characters on those comic buttons in that new series Kellogg's Pep is putting out. So every time he gets a new comic button, why, he has a new picture to draw. Now, I thought that maybe you'd like to try it, too. You can color them right in red and, and black and blue and yellow, just like the Pep comic buttons. And those pictures are really easy to copy because the outlines are clear and sharp and the details are all there, like the picture of uh, Brenda Starr, for instance, or Tess Trueheart, or Superman himself. Now, if you don't want to let your friends get ahead of you, you better get busy. All you do is to ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep. That's right. You don't have to send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these comic buttons anywhere. But there's one, a prize for you in every package of Pep you open. And you'll go for Pep for another reason, too. Because it just plain tastes delicious. Pep is called the Sunshine Cereal. Sure, it's loaded with sunny, golden toasted flavor. A deep-down goodness that makes every bite taste better than the last. So ask Mom to keep you stocked up with P-E-P, the Sunshine Cereal, Kellogg's Pep. <laughs> Now, the adventures of Superman. When three correspondents mysteriously refused to cover a simple story of a drought in the Freeville area, Lois Lane, reporter for the Metropolis Daily Planet, flew to the scene and disappeared. As Superman, Clark Kent streaked 2,000 miles to Freeville, where Fred Leonard, editor and publisher of the little local paper, told him of homesteading war veterans who, facing ruin because of the drought, were committing acts of burglary and vandalism. Leonard hinted that Lois might have stumbled onto these stories and have been seized by the veterans in order to prevent her from reporting them to the Daily Planet. As we continue now, Kent and Leonard have arrived at one of the veteran farm projects 20 miles from Freeville. They're approaching a husky, black-haired young man who's feeding a flock of chickens. Listen. That fellow feeding the chickens is Jerry Barton. He was an Air Force captain during the war, and he's now the head of the veterans' post out here, Kent. He's the man I want to see, Mr. Leonard. These fellows are responsible for Miss Lane's disappearance, as you think. Uh, hold it. Hello, Barton. What do you want, Leonard? Uh, Barton, I want you to meet Clark Kent. He's a reporter for the Metropolis Daily Planet. How do you do? You a well, friend of this so-called newspaper editor, Mr. Kent? Why, he uh, is. Of course he is. Then excuse me for not shaking hands. Any friend of Fred Leonard's is no friend of mine. So state your business and then get off of my land. That's being painfully blunt. Those are my sentiments. People around here will get just as much hospitality as they showed me and the other veterans on this project when we first came here. And that was just exactly zero. 
I'm telling you again, state your business now, and look, then... you've got the wrong idea about the people of Freeville, Barton. We've done everything we could to help you and make you welcome. Are you kidding? Now, wait a minute, I no, just... No, I'm absolutely sincere. I know that this drought and what this drought means to you, fellas, but it isn't our fault, you know. I wouldn't even swear to that. Be careful, Barton. Now, listen, please, both of you. I'm are... not afraid of you, Leonard. And I'm not what you and your dirty gang call a foreigner. So I can tell you exactly what I think. Which is what I aim to do right now. Please, Mr. Barton, let's try to get You keep stay our... out of this, Kent. Well, look here, I want to find I've been out... waiting for a chance to tell Mr. Editor Man here just what I think of him. And nobody's going to stop me now. I warn you, Barton, don't say anything you'll be sorry for. Don't worry, mister. Nobody could say anything he'd be sorry for to a polecat like you. Why, you... Easy, I Mr. said polecat and I mean it. Who else would try to keep a bunch of veterans... Men who fought for their country and for you from settling down on the land here and trying to make a living. I didn't try to stop you. I simply pointed out in my paper... And to the legislature. Yes, and to the legislature, too. That this land wasn't suitable for intensive farming. That's a lot of baloney, and you know Look, it. Look, if you fellas don't stop this, I'm... Oh, gonna... wait, Kent. Everyone knows this is reclaimed land and some of the best in the country. But we know that you and the honorable Uncle Ed Clayton didn't want us here. Because you knew you couldn't bully us or honeysuckle us into voting the way you want us to. And particularly at this time, because there's a special election coming up for Senate. What's that? That's a lie. And you didn't want us here because some of my buddies part their hair different from you natives. Some of us go to a different church. Or our skin happens to be a different color. That's so you... a serious accusation, yes, Mr. Barton. Yes, what's more, it's not true. The heck it isn't. What's more, you and your boss, the Honorable Uncle Ed, have got the backwoods natives sold in the poisonous belief that anyone who goes to a different church or whose skin is a different color is a foreigner. And so he's an enemy. I say that's a lie, and I Wait a minute, Mr. Leonard. Wait a minute. Calm down, both of you, and be sensible. You know this kind of argument never gets you anywhere. Kent, I, uh, I think we'd better be going. It's obvious we won't get anywhere with this man. Just a moment. I came out here for a reason, and I don't intend to lose any more time. Barton? Yes? A fellow reporter for the Daily Planet, a girl named Lois Lane, disappeared in Freeville a few hours ago. Disappeared? That's right. You know anything about it? Me? Shucks, no. Why should I? Well, let's put it this way. I, uh, I've heard of certain acts of vandalism committed by the veterans on this project. Oh. Oh, now I... Can. And it's occurred to... Well, occurred to me that if a big paper like the Daily Planet published the stories, it might make things rather, well, uncomfortable for you fellows. It could even mean the end of your homestead rights, you know. Go on, Mr. King. What are you driving at? Just this, Barton. If Miss Lane ran across those stories and prepared to publish them, some veterans might just see fit to try to prevent her. Why, of all the... Look, did Fred Leonard here put that idea in your head? Well... Don't try to get out of it. I know he did. I've heard these stories going around about fellas from this project stealing and pillaging and all that rot. Is it rot, Barton? It is, and you know it's rot. If it wasn't, why didn't you have the sheriff arrest the men you accused? Well, because we realized how hard-pressed you chaps were, and that the culprits were, well, just hotheads. You mean foreigners, don't you? I said hotheads. I didn't want to condemn all of you because a few irresponsible... Oh, go on. You would have jumped at a chance to arrest one of us, but you knew we were innocent. This is just another plan of yours to discredit us. This time, by George, you've gone too far. Easy, you look Barton. here, Barton. I've had enough of this. Come on, Mr. Leonard. Let's go. Barton, I'll be back to see you later, after I've found Miss Lane. I want to talk with you. I, uh, I'm really sorry for what happened, Kent. Forget it. Never should have lost my temper with that poor chap. After all, the drought is ruining him, so... Well... Naturally, his nerves are affected. But I assure you, he doesn't know what he's saying. 
On the contrary, I thought he was well aware of what he was saying. No, look here, Kent. You, you don't mean you believe all that, that faulted ash about me and Uncle Ed Clayton? Well, never mind that now or Uncle Ed either. I've got to find Miss Lane. Oh, of course. But I'm afraid you won't be able to get Barton's cooperation with Sadie's in. I don't need his cooperation at the moment. Look, Mr. Leonard, you drive your car down the road a mile or so, will you, and wait for me. There's something I want to do alone. Oh, what's that, man? Oh, nothing much. It's just a little idea I want to work out. Oh, very well, Kent. I'll be waiting for you. Leaving Fred Leonard, Clark Kent walks across the road, enters a patch of woods where he swiftly resumes his true identity of Superman. Then, up, up, and away! Leaping up from the woods, Superman hovers first over Jerry Barton's farm, his keen eyes searching every inch of terrain at buildings below him. Then, failing to see any sign of Lois Lane, he streaks away, ranging in great sweeps and circles above the other farms of the homesteading war veterans. Dry, sun-parched acres now, on which haggard-faced men stand with faces upturned to the skies from which no rain descends. Finally, admitting defeat, Superman rockets back to the patch of woods, resumes his guise and garb of Clark Kent, rejoins the waiting Fred Leonard in his car. Okay, Mr. Leonard, let's go. Right. How'd your idea work out? Oh, fair enough. Good. You want to start searching the veterans' farms, Kent? No, thanks. I've already done that. You what? Hmm? Oh, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm quite sure Miss Lane isn't anywhere around here. Oh, how can you be sure? I think... Skip it, will you? Let's get back to town, if you don't mind, please. Oh, whatever you say. Thanks. Want to have another talk with that telegrapher, Abner Sykes? You're wasting your time, Kent. I told you about old Abner. He, well, he's a fine old chap, but, well, he always thinks people are in danger around here. Why, he... Maybe you're right. What'd you say, Kent? Oh, nothing, nothing, Mr. Leonard. Just drop me at the telegraph office, if you will. Well, if you insist. But I still say you're wasting your time. I intend to stay here until I find Miss Lane. You won't find her, young feller. But I must. I can't just ignore Take the Take my that advice. She... Grab the next train back to Metropolis. Ridiculous. There must be some way of Better finding Better still, out. drive over to Rollins and board the eastbound plane. Get you way faster. Nothing going, Mr. Sykes. As I said before, I'm not leaving here until I find Miss Lane. And then, not until I find out what's going on around here. Hmm. Well, maybe this will change your mind. What's that? Telegram just coming in for you. No use to paste it up. Read it on the tape. Let's see. Uh-oh. Get out of Freeville at once before it's too late. Signed, a friend. You see what I mean? Shocked and puzzled, Clark Kent stares at the words on the telegraph tape. The same threatening words used to warn Lois Lane to leave Freeville before she disappeared. What will happen now? We'll be back in a moment for the startling climax of today's episode. So stand by. Say, you fellows and girls know what a kick you'd get out of meeting up with one of your friends unexpectedly. Well, there's the same sort of thrill for you when Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pet. First off, you're glad that there's more of that super delicious cereal to eat. And when you get one of those exciting comic buttons in that pet package, why, you're meeting up with an old funny sheet friend. Yes, sir. Every single one of those comic strip characters is someone that you have known in the funny papers. 
For instance, there's uh, there's Brenda Starr, you remember her? And Cindy and Spud from Winning Winkle. And Goofy and Beezy from Haroldine. And uh, Judy and Corky. And Superman, of course. Eighteen in all. And each one a humdinger for looks. So, how's about asking Mom right now to get some more Kellogg's Pet? That's how easy it is to get these comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere, but you just look inside the pet package for your prize. Get a glimpse of those golden toasted whole wheat flakes, too, and your appetite will sit right up and take notice right away. Pet looks so crisp and inviting, and, and it tastes so doggone delicious that, well, you practically won't be able to resist it. So just make sure that Mom gets P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pet. The little telegraph office operated by Abner Sykes in Freeville, Clark Kent has just received a telegram warning him to leave town at once. The aged telegrapher shakes his head and mutters, See what I mean, Mr. Kent? Yes. Now will you go back to Metropolis? Certainly not. Let's see, this telegram was sent from Rawlings. Where's that? About 30 miles south. 30 miles south. Well, that's where I'm going, because whoever sent this telegram probably knows where Miss Lane is and... Oh, gee, Jerusalem, look who's coming in. Great Scott. Lois. Lois, what's the matter? Quick, catch her, Mr. Kent. She's keeling over. Startled, Clark Kent springs forward as Lois Lane, her face white. Her eyes, set in a glassy stare, moans, falls into his arms, unconscious. What has happened to the girl reporter? What is the answer to the strange goings-on in the sun-parched, drought-afflicted area of Freeville? Monday's episode is tense and exciting, gang, so don't miss a minute of it. Be sure to tune in again Monday. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, breakfast is a picnic all year round when there's Kellogg's variety on the table. That's the white, green, and red Kellogg package with ten individual packages, each one a serve-yourself portion of one of your favorite Kellogg cereals. Different Kellogg cereals to choose from, and whatever you pick, you know it'll be crisp and fresh and good because it's Kellogg's. One day you'll want Kellogg's Pep, the next Rice Krispies, then Corn Flakes, and on down the line. Just one thing, gang, make sure that Mom gets Kellogg's. Kellogg's Variety. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.